0: Welcome back to none other than a light in the sky This is your official, honestly, I feel like this is the only podcast out there dedicated to the 4400 I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am (laughs) Yes, uh, I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd And I have with me, as I do every episode, my talentful... uh, intelligent, brilliant, uh geek nerd of a sidekick co host. Go ahead, man.
1: (laughs) Hey, this is Robert, um, co host of Alarm in the Sky. And uh yeah, we probably are the only Forty four hundred (laughs) podcast that's out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Now to think about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm hyped to always talk about Forty four hundred, even if the episodes aren't good, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, that a little preview of what's to come. <laughs> but, yes. um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, we always have fun. Yeah, talking about this stuff.
0: Most definitely, yeah. And I'm. It's I. I don't. I don't even want to say I have a love hate relationship. I just have a like. I I can't hate this show. There's things I don't like, but I overall I really enjoy the 4400. And I'm hoping y'all enjoying it too. Listeners out there uh, Make sure to use that hashtag AL4400 When you're live tweeting this episode Or any subsequent episodes of A Light in the Sky That will be in the show notes uh, Just in case you forgot So um, Season 2, episode 4 Weight of the World What's up? (laughs) Give me some initial thoughts Some some feelings What's
1: up? Um, Okay so we've been you know, it's funny because like for the past few episodes, I think there have been more times that you have said there's something about the episodes that you don't like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know, whether it's Tom or, you know, a particular, and I'm not saying that you've been saying it, like, yeah. um, but this episode, I'm about to fall into your camp. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did not, and it was weird because I don't remember not liking this episode. Before, I think I've, it was probably just kind of like a write-off. Yeah, you know, it was just something that you know one of the ones that happened, and I I kind of forgot about. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of like some, you know, I guess big things that happened, but it was I. Right. I mean, <laughs> my initial impressions were it it was just okay. I mean, I. We'll, we'll we'll dig into it a little bit more. Yeah, that's that's, that's
0: kind of how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, you aren't alone. I definitely feel the same. Um, I don't know what was going on back then, like when this show went live, when this episode went live, but it just didn't do it for me. Um, mm-hmm. I think overall, I, I like that we kind of got back to the character of the week, kind of. Mm-hmm. I, I really did enjoy that. Um, it. <sighs> I don't know, there were parts I liked, there were parts I didn't. There were a lot that I didn't like, so I'm I'm ready to tell this show up. <laughs> okay. Man, okay, so we get our little flashbacks of the things that happened before, and so when the show opens, we're in a diner, and I used to work at Johnny Rockets in a uh, uh, little mm-hmm. five, five Points um, Marta Station yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the best jobs and the worst jobs I've ever had, and this mm-hmm. Diner restaurant reminded me of Johnny Rockets, like just this mall okay. shop with. But we get introduced to, and I've completely blanked on all the names, but this guy, um, balding the, older guy, Trent
1: Applebaum. Trent, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Trent,
0: Trent. which is
1: disappeared May
0: 18th, 1989. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So why did I think this was his wife? At the diner with him, either it's a testament to that girl's acting, or she just looks older than I thought, because she's his daughter. But I really thought she was his wife, so I don't. Right, I don't know if that says about me, but pretty much he owes the mob some money, and you help me with this. Did he owe money before he was abducted, or was it? What did he owe money when he came back? I, I was a little confused.
1: In the sense that I got was that it was something that he owed before, you know, before he got abducted. Um, and and I the other, I feel it like holds more significance if it's just like, this guy has been holding, on like, he basically was like, oh, shit, well, uh, let me just cash in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> cash
1: in on this debt that I've been waiting for. You know, I was like, damn, you, you must got some really good uh, books you know, to be
0: For uh, real. Because I'm thinking, how many? Like bookie, uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, no! I, Lone shark. There you go. There you go. That's there you go. Lone shark. And okay, so that does make a bit more sense. Um, I was just, I don't know. I I want more of his backstory because his wife died when he was abducted. Am I correct in remembering that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it
1: sounds like.
0: So his daughter was you know left to do stuff on her own. Uh, the 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 hitman, the mob guy, isn't an obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Mama's house, Medea, Fat Suit, and right that maybe for the time it was convincing. I don't think so,
1: but no, no, that shit, okay. no, that shit was never convincing. Okay, that okay. Was, okay, that was just as bad as like you said, Medea, and especially like Mark. No, not Mark. Yeah, Mario that's Lawrence, it. Big Mama's house. Yeah, yeah Mara Lawrence. Yeah, I was about to call about to call him Marcus Lewis for some reason. <laughs> um, but Mario Lawrence. Yeah, and um. That's one of the things that kind of was one of the things that kind of threw me out or took me out of the episode from the get. Um, it was very obvious because um, even if you hadn't seen the episode and you saw him in the makeup, you're just like, "Yo, wow, this is horrible." Yeah, you know, this is not this is not who the guy looks like. And he comes in, it um, just seemed he seemed cartoonish, you know. Um, and there was the whole thing of them shaking this guy down in broad daylight. You know, in the middle of the restaurant, you <laughs> am just like, you know, you, you don't even try to be discreet with the shit, but um, it, for some reason, it just, it, and, and there was a lot of exposition given. Yeah. Which, yeah, because he was, between the conversation that Trent was having with his daughter, and then the loan shark coming in with his guy, with his goon you know, it's a rough, uh, tread up. Mm-hmm. I was like, shit, we've learned pretty much a lot, but it just, there was something just about the makeup and just about, in that whole situation, which he seemed like a kind of stereotypical mafia. So
0: absolutely. Uh, yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, they, they have roots in, um, in Seattle, which, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah, go, yeah,
1: <laughs> Yeah, and no and that also goes back to you remember the I was just the, finna say you
0: know? that. Yep. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so you know who I'm talking about yeah okay, so I cannot remember his name, but the guy who you know had the martial arts ability. Tom to Clancy? Memory. No. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was just like the neighborhood.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. It was like episode three of season one, something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah. Right, right, right. So yeah, so it's just it's just these like caricatures and that and that added to the makeup was just like yeah, I don't
0: really know how I'm going to feel about this episode. Yeah, no, for sure. And they seemed old. Like, I know this is a show from way back when. Well, not really way back when, but from a little while ago. But they felt even older than that. Like, the mob guy and his wife felt like yeah. some yeah. 50s New Jersey. Exactly. Like, Brady Bunch, uh, Grease knockoff. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't good. Um, yeah, I I didn't I didn't see it for them, and even his storyline, I was kind of all up, kind of liked it a little bit, but really didn't. Like, I don't know, but.
1: Well, he's like he's he's supposed to be um, what do you call it, Willie Loman? You know, from like the um, oh God, what is it? The name of the play, Death of a Salesman.
0: Okay. Oh, you oh, know like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's, his, that's who the dude is. I mean, like, later on in the episode, he's just like, you know, something like, he starts, so he's he talking to Tom and um, Diana in, like, salesman terms. And I was like, okay, we already established, like, <laughs> 45 minutes ago that you were a fucking salesman. Like, yeah. man, it's not like you, you know, you go and buy, buy a burger at McDonald's and say, uh, you know, let's cash in this deal or whatever. Yeah. It's, it, they just, it just seemed heavy-handed. I mean, we're, I'm jumping ahead, but. No, yeah, that's that's who he is he's just like like down on his luck and he probably shouldn't be selling shit. that's that's kind of the big thing that I took away from this he has a horrible set health
0: yeah he's um, not he's not good because I don't know his daughter I feel so <laughs> bad for her because she I didn't really like I, her but like she didn't have any I don't I don't know but yeah he sucks yeah <laughs> well we move on to the worst couple or the worst family in the world. Uh Lily and uh why was I about to say Jared? What is going on tonight? Uh, um Richard, Jesus Christ, and Isabel traveling looks like over the flyover states, um <laughs> to go be with Eric. Is that the guy's name? His old friend?
1: Um his name is Ned? Eric Eric Papaquash.
0: Okay.
1: They, uh, yeah, it's like they didn't give that until later on. Like okay. His name is Eric,
0: basically.
1: Yeah, um, and he's... And I think, and I want to say... No, that
0: he's uh, uh, Native American.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I thought he was yeah, he was Native American. Yeah. Or, um, yeah.
0: Yeah he, he came off like that for me um, And I, I do Though I don't really like Richard and Lily right now I do like that they're having Disagreements and that they're having Like it isn't all ro- Like season one they were just like Head over heels in love It's me and you against the world I've deserted my biological firstborn Child for you and You've deserted Ooh. me because I you, You're with me Because I'm my grandmother's Identical twin, like it was a weird setup. But in season two, I feel like we're getting a real relationship, albeit in the fantastical science fiction nature. But they are—they're not this perfect. um, I was gonna say Cyclops and Jean Grey, but that is not a perfect couple. They're not this (laughs) this perfect couple. That's unbelievable. Though the situation is unbelievable, they still feel real to me in that regard. That everything isn't great all the time. Right.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. It's and I and it's you know one of the things that um I, I really like that and you know she she adds a situation that she she she's late. She thinks she's late, so you know when she doesn't. I guess when he doesn't give her the reaction that he, she's looking for, yeah, you know that just adds more fuel to the fire, and you know, Richard's just like, I'm just trying to get us to safe, yeah,
0: that, like,
1: you know, it's just like every damn minute it's just like something else, and yeah, something. but yeah, and, and that's probably naturally what happens to two, adults, you know, to like two adults on the run with a child, yeah, and uh, you know, Bonnie and Clyde, I mean, <laughs> you can't you can't romanticize Bonnie and Clyde's only so much. You know, you know what happened to them in the end. So right,
0: they, it, you know, it was rough. You know? Yeah, she annoyed the heck out of me like that. I was on his side, a hundred percent. I was like, "Man, is it just because I'm a man?" But she was really annoying to me this episode, and I don't want to just write her off because I don't like her. Because there may be something to the stuff she was dealing with. You know, because I'm not a woman, so I can't. 100%, 100% put myself in those shoes but she was very annoying. I was ready for her to go. Oh man. Um, so yeah, so then we move on to uh, Trent and his daughter bride, whatever this woman who she sold her car and you know what? This kind of the whole entire episode and of course because this just happened I, just, I was thinking about Endgame about Scott Lang and his daughter mm-hmm. and I was thinking like this is like a real world kind of repercussion of the Thanos snap. I'm sure I've made mention of that before, but this episode specifically, because this daughter had to grow up without her dad and then he came back and she's so, I don't know what you would call her personality, but she's so giving, she's so... I don't want to say naive because I don't think anybody who interacted with her was like being malicious, but she there's something to her that's just I feel like she's just not assertive enough. Like he sold her car, she was like, "Yeah, you know, I can catch the bus," which is cool because you're helping your parent, but there was just something about her that felt very not right, for lack of a better term. Yeah, and
1: I and I can understand that. I think I mean part of it might just be. You know, her father's back. Yeah. Um, and her father's back after you know, and I'm pretty sure like when her mom passed, it sounded like she was already in college. Um, so she's pretty much spent her entire childhood going into adulthood mm-hmm. you know, without her dad. So when her dad comes back and you know, is not necessarily doing the best, she's gonna do whatever she can. Yeah. Um and I don't know if on his he's his end because on his end he feels like shit. You know, it looks mm-hmm. like he just feels like it. You know, what I mean, but she doesn't want her dad to get beat to death by this bookie. Yeah. So, oh, shark. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, that's you know, that's kind of her part. You know, she she's just trying to do the best mm-hmm.
0: possible
1: to keep the family together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, then we go back to the cartoon <laughs> part of the episode. Bruh.
0: This.
1: Um. Yeah, I'll let you take it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
0: know. Um. So the Lone Shark guy has dropped all his weight because the first scene with them two, he drinks after Trent um, off of a beer. And i I'll assume this is two days later and he comes back trim, which is what he looks like ordinarily without the fat suit. And his wife is next to him in a equally odd fat suit. Uh, he's like, oh yeah, you know, this is what you did, you did this to me. Which um, I, oh, I guess... In the world of four thousand four hundred, where people do have these powers, I get that, but it seemed like he pretty quickly came to the conclusion that oh, this is because I drank after uh, Trent. Like right. maybe I'm wrong, but I was like that—that that was a really quick. Like I would have went to the doctor first. Like what the fuck? What is wrong with me? But
1: I think um, there. What did I, I wrote down that the they're stupid as heck for doing this. Yeah, you know. So basically, so when you, <clears throat> if your realization is, hey, you know, hey, you know, this might be because I drank after this guy who is a you know, part of a group of people who have come back with super abilities. My thing is not to go back to him and say, hey, let's let's make money. Yeah, <laughs> let's just make money and then subject my wife to it. I'm like, hey, do you have something that I can take to a doctor um, so I can get checked out? Yeah, and then maybe we can circle back around. You know, but th- this is not sensible. Yeah. Uh, and also, and to be honest with you, there are probably people who don't think who would do some stupid shit like that. So,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know,
1: I'm not, I guess maybe I shouldn't be too surprised. Um, but um, before I forget, going back to your comment about if this is like the next day, to be honest with you, as, as quickly as these scenes were shot, this, it, I I could not, I could not tell you. Like, mm. the, this was, we've talked about this in the past. Like, some of these scenes will go it'll be rapid it will be fast yeah. you know they'll have fast jumps but this one ha, these they were jumping so much from scene to scene to same to same it did, that was another thing that took me out um, yeah. so I couldn't tell you if he had just gone home and that should happen the same day um <laughs> you know whatever um but that was something I wanted to mention like they they were they were just like we got to film this. I got this episode um and it was just the I don't know if there was a scene that lasted past like maybe like two two to five minutes. Honestly, yeah, not. and I, yeah,
0: maybe I didn't I didn't get it until you literally just said that. But yeah, yeah. that that took me out as well. Like I, I, re- it made me feel uneasy. I didn't sit mm-hmm. with these people long enough before I was right. jerked into another scene. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: Ugh. yeah. So, but, um. Trent looks at the bottom, he's like, let's make money. <laughs> it's just like, so that's... And I think they jump into the credits after that. I mean, I think that's where they go into the credits.
0: Yeah, um... Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Um... It's, I don't know. I... I liked it, but I think I would have enjoyed it better had I been watching it live. Because going back and looking at it, I'm like, "What is the hell is going on? So, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah. So now we get uh, the 4400 center, and I don't know if this is a Christina Aguilera, Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> uh, Britney Spears, uh, Selena, and like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We get Chloe, who is a uh, pop star. We I don't even know. Like, did they, did they say what type of music? She. Mm-hmm.
1: No, she, they just said they just put her in um a pair of jeans. I don't know like a blouse. she had a bunch of jewelry on and she had this bohemian hippie type of yeah. vibe, like you know and they were just like she's a musician she's an entertainer right and um, and that was it like I was like oh shit we're not even gonna get a fake uh, lip sync yeah was
0: like, I was look and she's very um not racially ambiguous cause she's to me was coded as uh, Latina but she yeah. was very forgettable the, her her presence is one of the things that bothers me about this show because uh, I think if you were being a bit more intentional you could have built her up like from episode one you know having a music video playing or an interview randomly in a diner somewhere like so that when you do get more of her like we get in this episode it would have felt like oh okay you know but it, it's a sign of the times I guess but I was like man this feels cheap. Like I don't care about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I mean, and, and Jordan don't either. I mean, it just he, I mean, she we'll, we'll find that late, later on, but you know, she's there to obtain the first key or the first step
0: mm-hmm. uh, to the Scientology. With, and, I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. like Scientology, yeah, <laughs> in Leiden or whatever. Um. So it's. I don't know if this is where Jordan kind of talks about why she's actually there. Um, But yeah,
0: yeah, that's kind of the thing And they're having a a press conference or whatever. Yeah, and we get Devin with her... Is her name Devin? Yeah. So she's staring across the room and this is another thing that just... I knew this was gonna happen. I was so pissed. Because a woman character does not have to have a love interest. A woman character does not have to be obsessed with some man. But she's staring them down like across the room, and it's really shocking because she's always like the number one in charge. When someone new, 4400 or not, walks through that door, she's always there. Like, so I was like, what is this? To me, if even if Devin has these feelings for uh, Joseph, whatever. Um, Jordan, yeah. excuse me, I feel like she what you've presented us with this this far, she would be professional enough that it would come out in different ways. I feel like it would never have affected her job. But that's just me. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it definitely, um compared to the few times that they've shown her before, uh, she gets a bit unraveled, you know, yeah. in this in the course of like one episode. Um, to the shit where you're like, oh, whoa, um, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. Um, And not saying that that season couldn't happen, but it's like, you know, I think like the two episodes that I remember, her, she's, you know, she's running things at the center. So, mm-hmm. she, it, it may have been suggested that, you know, she has drunk the Kool-Aid, but, I mean, shit, she, it seemed like she put like a whole damn bag of sugar into that thing. Damn. Um, Anyway, yeah like this episode so it just came out and it's in a, in a show where and I don't want to say that they don't have like a large you know you know, female representation um but as far as the characters at the forefront of all this stuff um it kind of does a disservice to, to her when you've already established her as being mm-hmm. like you know she, she seemingly has some sense yeah you know, but yeah. um apparently that's not the case
0: yeah um yeah, And to your point it's very frustrating Because I feel like um, So listeners like I said before I do not watch ahead I wait until we're actually going to record Because I want to kind of get that feeling of Back in the day having to wait every week To watch an episode But I feel like in the next episode these this The stuff that happened in this one Will not matter I feel like Now I could be wrong I could be completely wrong But the way they set this Devin love thing up It feels like in episode five, is it's like whatever. She's just gonna be back to normal. Um, yeah. It remains to be seen for me because I haven't seen it. But I don't know. Do better, man. Well, you
1: know. Well, the funny thing about it is, you remember uh, last episode when I think it was the last episode when they were dealing with the telepathic baseball player.
0: I was just when thinking that, in, boy. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just thinking that you know,
1: when he walked into that place and read her mind or the straight ball. she was checking them out yeah hard like, yeah hard <coughs> excuse me so once again we've, we keep kind of dancing around what's going to happen with her but um you know that causes you to wonder like why does this happen like this is not we have not seen any signs of this yeah. before you know yeah. um but you know uh, yeah so I don't, I don't know it's just weird yeah it um, is um <laughs> Yeah, and I think um, so. The scene after this is um, like I said; this, this, these are quick scenes. Um, the bookie and his wife are celebrating because she's lost weight, mm-hmm. and but the thing that stands out is that he is eating. Like, yeah. he is. He has stuff in his face, even mm-hmm. though he's you know he's he's gotten smaller. But um, you're like, oh, okay, well you know something might be up. Um, yeah, as far as the side effect, mm-hmm. um, obviously they've—you know—I didn't think that she was in a fat suit. I thought that they had put like five damn sweaters on her. Yeah, because her head—it
0: was her, just her body, like her neck and her head were just the regular yeah. size.
1: Right, and like I said, maybe it wasn't—maybe it was a fat suit. Um, yeah, but you know, obviously she she shed all that, um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then Applebaum. They say that's what it is. So they go to um Intech. In and it's Jarvis, uh, Tom and, and uh, Diana. And they're basically talking about the fact that they know about his abilities.
2: They mm-hmm. know about I guess
1: either he checked in or, or no, what's happened is he's reached out to different companies mm-hmm. for his ability, you know, which I guess they, they see it as weight loss. Yeah. And they started bidding more. And that start, and that's actually the one thing I didn't like about the episode. Yeah, was um, that the discussion about the ethics of you know these forty four hundred being used for the private sector. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: But,
0: awesome. but then to that point, to say that, and then look at Intech, who's supposed to be the good guys, who are the ones kind of though they're governmental, they're they're helping monitor the forty four hundred. They do the same exact thing. Like yeah. they kidnapped that Gene Gray, uh gendered race bent Gene Gray. We ain't seen him since. Like no. Ugh,
1: man, they trash. Oh, um Yeah, yeah. Um so that so you know, I think they talk about going out to investigate and see what's what. Um and then after that that's when we get introduced to Eric Pepper uh, Quash. Richard's Friend, basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and they, I guess they get to the, to the farm, you know, for somebody who's, you know, 4,400, he seems to have, like, a nice spot. I guess Bruh,
0: I guess that, was that. confused if he was even at 4,400, because <laughs> I was like, what is, one, <laughs> exactly. because of his acres of land, and then two, mm-hmm. because of the black guy who was, like, aggressive? Why are you friends with this, like, his attitude Yo, towards the... Yeah, but I, much like you, I was like, wait a minute. I was very confused if he was even 4400 at all. And I'm sure they even said it, because I think at the barbecue, he was like, yeah, we served back in whatever. But I was like, yeah. how, you are living the life. You don't check in. you They ain't had you tagged and having a check. What are you doing out here?
1: Yeah. Mm. I mean, um... Yeah, it's just that whole area. I thought was really was really nice for them to stop at, um, and just kind of get them moment to breathe. Mm-hmm. Which I think like, you know, Richard wanted. Um, but the only other note I think after this scene is that Lily's being an ass.
0: Yeah, I and
1: that's like what her. it was. They um she <laughs> she said some like smart ass comment. Um and I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was just like you know unnecessary. Yeah. Um. But it just kind of still shows the the tension between the two of them.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Very quickly after this, Kyle and I don't know if it's his professor slash girlfriend. That's kind of but telling, yes, girlfriend. His girlfriend.
0: Well, it's his professor, but she is his girl. That's his love interest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. And. I just saw them as being very close, but I think that she doesn't. She mention to him that you, if you, if he's losing time the way that he feels that he is, that he should talk to somebody about it. Yeah. So that's what. Okay. So that's something like that's that. Yeah. The, yeah, something like that. Um, I mean, any thoughts about that? Or, you know,
0: honestly, um, I like them more than I thought I thought I was initially going to hate this and the thing is when you do show these relationships where there is a difference in age usually the default is an older man and a younger woman and it's played as this sort of thing where like women you have to be beautiful you can get you a rich older man and men you can be ugly just make money whereas when it's in reverse I feel like you could easily mess that up And when I initially saw them, I'll give the show credit. It didn't. I didn't think we were going to end up here. Um, I still really don't know where we are because though it does seem to be some romantic tension, um, nothing has been explicitly done or said yet. Like there's been like let's grab coffee and stuff, but I do like that this older woman and this younger man have this kind of relationship but then again is he really younger because of course we lost that gap of time though he was in a coma so intellectually he I don't know if he's caught up with his body yet but she doesn't seem like she's preying on him you know what I'm saying like if this was a high school then that would be odd but with this being college I actually think I like them
1: Yeah. I think. Well, I so they, they, made it, they, made, they made it a couple. Um, I guess like, what do you want to say? Ethically, you know, should be yeah. dating one of your students. Right. Right. Um, you know, so that I mean that may come up later on. I, I can't remember if it does or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, I think <laughs> I did put down in my notes they are hopping around a lot. Um, yeah. At least.
0: Oh wait, um, re- uh, really quick though. Um, in that scene, they did mention a frat party. And that will come up later. Um, And also, I do want to say to the audience who is not watching this show along with us, she is not like in her 50s or 60s. When I say older, she's visibly older than him, but this is not an old woman by any means. This is just like maybe, I don't know, 10, 11 years older than him, maybe.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. Well, like you said, she could—I mean, she could have been at the frat party.
0: Yeah, honestly, yeah, like, like yeah. Ugh, so,
1: yeah. Um. So after that, they show Trent's uh, daughter Elise asking him about the, um, you know, to basically to take a swig of something that he's drunk, you know, something from, so that she can lose weight. And mm-hmm. Trent tells her, "Like you look, you know, you're you're perfect, you know, you know the way you are." And then she you know, whatever walks off.
2: I don't know how it works. They put something inside me. One of those enzymes or whatever. So someone drinks from the same glass you do, and they lose weight. Maybe we should
1: give them a demonstration. Cut
2: it out, Elise. She thinks she needs to lose eight pounds. Try ten. Sweetie, you're beautiful. You don't need to lose anything. He's right about that. You don't. A lot of kids go to college when they're 18. Elise had to take a job at a diner. We were apart for 16 years, but while I was gone, they gave me a way to make it up to her. Mr. Applebaum, no one's telling you not to provide for your daughter. But a 4,400 putting his gift on the open market is a first. Want to make sure nobody gets taken advantage of. Not you, not the buyer, other 4,400. You don't have to teach me about selling. I've been a salesman my whole life. Most of the stuff I peddled, junk. But now I've got a product that everybody wants and only I can provide. I am the damn product.
1: Nobody's putting Trent Applebaum back in the bottle. He talks to Diana Tom and Diana specifically about um he wants to he wants to sell himself. He feels mm-hmm. like he has the best product that he's been ever I mean, his thing is like he's a good salesman, he's mm-hmm. just never been given the right product. Mm-hmm. And now he has the best product, so he was just like I'm about to make that money, I'm gonna make sure. And one of the things I did like was he wants to send his daughter back to school. Yeah, he feels really guilty, um, and and um, you know. So I thought that was. I mean, it was it was pretty decent conversation um, between
0: yeah uh, between
1: him and Diana. So, you know, uh, <laughs> an issue
0: I have with him. <laughs> I'm gonna be saying that a lot. Two things. One, his daughter. She is a conventionally attractive, cisgendered white woman who is not by any stretch of the imagination obese, overweight, any of that. I feel like the show dropped the ball with this because there could have been... There was a story that was told, and I think we eventually get to this point. But if they had actually casted a thicker woman as the daughter, I think it would have... What they probably didn't have, they wouldn't have had the CGI to kind of alter her body, but it—I think it would have hit home a bit harder, a bit um better, rather for me. Yeah. Um, just because like this whole episode was very cringy, was very much in the '90s, early 2000s, because I don't know that you could get away with an. There's what is that show on Netflix where that girl? You might not know, but she was bullied and was a fat girl in high school then she got like braces or mouth wires shut and she lost all this weight and I think the whole show was like her getting back at people for but you see you just it was very I think it ended up being something different than what it was or what was presented at but what I'm saying is this episode I don't think you can present this now um, without having some of these people in that writer's room because that's it just felt very odd. I don't know. Maybe I'm rambling, but it just felt yeah. un- wrong. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. no, you you putting you 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 quote unquote rambling gives us material. That's <laughs> <all we're> good. <laughs> so good. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, but no, no. I mean, I I definitely understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think after that,
0: we go I, back I to. So uh, Eric
1: Kansas. Yeah, they go Where back to Kansas. Yeah, they go back to Smallville. Yeah, um, there you go. You know, and, and, and the other connection of Smallville is the fact that this is another—I call it the Freak of the
2: Week—yeah,
1: <laughs> episode, the Superpowered Person of the Week. But um, so Eric, his wife, who, who's pregnant, Willie, Richard, and another couple, another—I guess a like young black couple. Mm-hmm. I, I did not get their names until like later on in the episode. I just—I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But um. You know, this dude's a bit of an ass. I Which, mean, like I guess, like you know, kind of what leads up to it is that Richard is talking with the lady about—is it her father or her
0: grandfather? Her her grandfather and him served okay. in war together, or at the yeah, same like
1: time? A, or they were pilots or something? Yeah. Um. Or you know, basically, it was a small club back then. Yes. You know, rare to have a black pilot, and so she is like. She's just a big fan. I mean, she's just a big fan of um, what her grandfather did and now being with someone who's actually there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, is being very gracious. And then I call the guy, um, the boyfriend with the fucked-up hairline. Say Um, that again, yes. (laughs) The boyfriend with the fucked-up hairline. Like, I don't know. Like, I know recently there was this whole article about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. black women actresses and how they have to either do their own hair or have another hairdresser like do their hair before they get on set because nobody knows how to do black hair and I was just like shit this must part this must have parlayed into them having a, a any no black barbers other yeah than Vancouver you know? because I was like brother I can understand why you're upset mm-hmm. and I think like it's like an etching sketch
0: man you know? it's I mean, terrible
1: like, yeah. Um and and just and him being like ugly with his attitude added even more to that. I was like, you know what? I just don't like you. Yeah, like, make you a fuck hairstyle, and you be in a dick. But he, he's. I, I cannot remember what his comments are exactly. Forty four hundred
0: unity is. crap. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, and you're so okay. old. And it, it, what was his motivation? I, honestly. I'm happy that this black man got this job and he got this check, but he felt so out of... He felt just as extreme as that white racist guy who uh, Isabel may kill herself in the woods.
1: Yeah, and I and I think and that might just be it. You know, they're showing further, you know, how even though know, in opposition to the 4400 the world is. Now, it can, take, it can take the varying degrees of, you know, people... Like say protesting mutants and rights on um, TV or mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> um, And then you can have Johnny Cash in one episode of his kids, you know, brandishing guns and mm-hmm. trying to lynch people. And then this one, it was a guy who was very, like, it, it turned out that he was more, I, I felt that he was more insecure. Yeah. Like his, he was very insecure, but it also added to that, you know, like, he just didn't like the 4,400. So you have these varying degrees, and it's interesting that this... They have this guy in here right after the episode where, you know, they had to deal with the most extreme version. Like, this is mild, you know? I mean, he's, yeah. this is a Hayden-ass motherfucker. Like, he yeah. starts calling the police at the end of the episode <laughs> whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, yes, yeah. so but he... I, it was just it it, was, it's, it makes me wonder like how he became friends with Eric. that's exactly
0: it cuz he is 4400 how do you in- <sighs> go ahead I'm just annoyed, I'm
1: so no, annoyed. no 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 I understand I mean he, he he becomes a problem later on but his wife is like just very and it's not even like interested in Richard she's interested in you know you huh. know not interested in Richard in terms of like a you know, like an attraction or anything like that. Or maybe that's there. I mean, we don't, we don't get that. I didn't get that just, though. Yeah. That's the thing. She's just interested in the fact that this guy's a living history book you know, of
0: my own family. Like you, exactly. though you may not have known my, it's like, think for a second. If you talk to your dad and he's like, yeah, you know, son, uh, back in 86, I did this, 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 and that. And then think of somebody who literally is walked around with your grandfather Back in the, who can tell you things that who can set the scene for you you know what I'm saying like they, mm-hmm. they can tell you man it was always cold and rainy so us black people had to do this and it's very different from someone saying your grandfather was a
1: great guy right it's, oh man yeah and he over there like I fucking hate history Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so where am I gonna get my hair cut yeah, like he it was he he played the role.
0: Yeah, he did. Um, he did.
1: So, um, so after that awkward ass barbecue or whatever, um, Diana, Ugh. Maya, and April, the absentee auntie, Dad. Um, it's like, yeah, they they're looking at tattoos, and so apparently April is a is a tattoo artist.
2: Ugh, okay.
1: So, and she, yeah, she has a show coming up. Um. And she wants them to, you know, to come and see her tattoo art show opening or whatever. I I never really understood how that works, but yeah, basically it's something that she actually does. And you know, Diana's like, oh, you do something of living on, you know, that like, you know, the couch. But um, yeah, yeah, that, that's that's the most that I got from this. And, and Maya really wants to go um, see the, see the show.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it. I was like, why would you take her to a tattoo park? But, I mean, whatever. It's Maya. She's not a regular kid, so. Um.
1: No. No. Yeah. And, so then after this, we get Devin and her her breakdown. Um, yeah, Chloe and, that's what it is. Chloe and Devin are going over her schedule, and do not isn't like Chloe start? Chloe says something to the effect of, "I'm not going to do that class. I'm not going to do that class," um, or she's choosing the stuff that she does.
0: Mm-hmm, something is like that, that yeah, yeah. Because um, she was talking to Kyle, is it Kyle or Sean? God, I'm getting them mixed up. Sean. Sean. And I, I'll say this. I don't know if it's just the actor or the directing, but in the midst of all of this. Sean seems so much more capable than he did, even in the beginning of this season. Um, but she's like, he's like, well, I'm not gonna pretty much calm calm your horses. She's gonna do whatever the hell she wants to. Jordan has an idea for her, but he's also not happy with what Jordan is doing. Which why would you? Jordan is a creep. But yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. I told you, like Sean, Sean is. It becomes that dude. Like he is. And it's a very natural growth. Like, you know, they. They gave. He, he, every, even within an episode like this, you still get the vibe that he's like. He's still coming into his own. He, and it doesn't mm-hmm. seem forced or it doesn't seem rushed. Right.
0: And that's what. He seems right. like what Cyclops should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah I stand by that. <laughs> I stand by that yeah. wholeheartedly. Um. Yeah, so Jordan is sleeping with Chloe. We get a very mm-hmm. intense rolling around in the bed scene. Um, I d- I just don't care about her. So mm. yeah,
1: I man. I mean, and obviously he don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was. You know, they were going at it so hard that it knocked down that, uh, I call it the helmet hair, whatever. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. they processed that <laughs> you know, No, you're right. Yeah, they was rolling around. But yeah, yeah, so he's he's made good with the um you know, I guess with the money that's coming through. The cash cow,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so then after that Trent and they go back to the salesman, uh making forty million dollar deals.
0: Yeah, in a diner on his cell phone mm. what'd you say? I say in this diner on his cell phone like why didn't she quit right yeah. there? I mean, I get it, but
1: yeah. i walked out. Yeah, I mean, it might have been a good idea, you know, for her to stay where she is. But, well, yeah,
0: that for sure. Um,
1: yeah, so then they, immediately after that, they cut to the bookie and his wife and they're at a restaurant just eating, eating so much that the waiter he's even like, hey, do y'all want to calm down? And he's like, no, nah, just keep bringing more food and uh, so now we know something's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you we know, really wrong. Um, so then after that, uh, Sean, Sean and Jordan, like you said, he he Sean mentions that he doesn't he doesn't like because I think he 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 meets up with Jordan at his place. Yeah, and then they and then Chloe is Maybe. you know she walks downstairs, and so he basically saw her the morning after. Yeah, and that's when Sean and Jordan get into it. Um, and Jordan straight up says that he sees her as a connection to celebrities, and he even says about like they have low no self esteem, yeah. You know, and I was just like, Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, god, that's yeah, that's crazy, yeah. Um, and I love, like Sean says, you can be a manipulative prick, yeah, uh, um, but you know, at the end of it. He's still... You know, they, they have the arguments and disagreements. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um... Jordan doesn't seem, like, too phased by. Yeah. He's faze, yeah.
0: I wonder if this show is ever going to make us care for Jordan. Um... Like, build him up to be this big bad and then kind of humanize him. I don't... Mm-hmm. He, they kind of did that, I think, with the black guy. Well, with the telepath. Because he was... You know, kind of speaking to him at the end of the episode, like you should have came to me first. Yeah, but yeah. he seems like his intentions are so nefarious. I don't know how you can redeem him for me, but I'm interested right. to see if that's what they're going to try to do.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, he. Um, you know, it's funny because I think at the he, he's definitely a power hungry, you know, dude. Um, mm-hmm. but I think at the, on the other end though. He does have. He loves his people. Yeah. Uh, as far as the 4500. so I think that you know even he he tries to balance or marry the two in such a way that you know he can you know have his cake and eat it too. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know which is interesting. Um, so then after that, Eric tells Eric and Richard back at Fog
0: at White Snake.
1: And find out that at the White
0: White Snake is the name of the um. White Snake Lake. Wait.
1: Oh, okay, so that's
0: maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Whatever. I don't go continue. I'll,
1: well No, that's a weird ass name for a place. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Wait, yeah. Um, but um, Eric, it, he tells Richard that basically he is a, he's a handyman or he's a he's a groundskeeper or yeah. he, basically, you know, does a lot of repairs for like a lot of the more affluent people around. You know, just rich folks in the area, um, but he says he could always use a second set of hands and offers Richard a drunk job. He, and basically, Eric, I think he's a really cool dude because he, he notices he's like, y'all are y'all are running for something or y'all are, you know, you need to maybe, you know, settle down and put down some roots. Yeah. and And as a good friend, he offers them, like, you know, I don't think, I think he even says something to the effect of, like, I'm not going to be your boss, I'm going to be your partner.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep, so, he
1: does. Yeah. Yeah. So um but um you know Richard you know I guess he, he thinks about it. he's gonna think about it or talk to really Um so after that Trent um decides <clears> to <throat> deal with uh some generic sounding company and gets a one million dollar signing bonus and um and he has a team of lawyers, that's the other thing. He's not just doing this stuff by himself, yeah he actually has representation.
0: Yeah. Which is like, did they skip over that? Um, no,
1: I think he. I, for some reason, I want to say that he did mention. Um, he mentioned that before, and I, I don't. For some reason, I think it was during the conversation that he had with Diana and Tom when they when they came to visit him.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
1: but either way, if he had been sitting there by himself, that would have been more suspect to suspect me mm-hmm. for him not having like people behind him. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Um, there's one thing I want to address and this is so strange because I don't care about Chloe but Eric I don't know if it just comes down to their acting but Chloe is brand new in this episode and I do not care about her she made no impact for me but Eric though he is this the first time he's in this show is this episode I really want to know more about him I wanted to spend more time with him um mm-hmm. So again, I don't know if that's the acting or maybe the setup, the role that they occupied, but I really enjoyed Eric. Where I really did not care about Chloe at all. So Chloe, who,
1: who was Chloe again? The
0: racially ambiguous Latina actress, pop star. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah, yeah. See, and I hate to say that because I completely forgot her name. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Now they. No. He's. Yeah. I mean, he, he he seems to have a bad history with Richard. And I could definitely see him, like, hey, like, if there's an opportunity. Think about it this way: like Star Trek, um, Discovery is doing these things called short tracks, and they're like maybe five to ten minute mm-hmm. like, shorts um, featuring characters that they don't necessarily get a lot of time to focus on. Um, I could see something like that for him.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. He's, he he seems to have sometimes a history with the with one of our main characters, but. He's just a decent dude. While uh, I hate to say this though, he is brought into the episode to just to serve a purpose. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like to represent all the quote unquote vapid,
2: um, yeah.
1: egotistical, you know mm-hmm. so, you know, mm-hmm. getting in on a trend. Yeah. I think she sees the forty four forty four hundred thing as just being a trend. And she's like, Yeah, let me jump on this. Yeah. get some Hero and, and all
0: that, so yeah, but yeah. I can definitely understand that. Yeah, yeah. I know this. I, I think of this show a lot of times in terms of comic books, where this episode mm-hmm. feels like the this isn't written by the writer that's doing the regular run, like the writer maybe needed yeah. a, a, a month or two break. Like, this feels like I'm still telling this story, but. There's this character Eric I just always wanted to write, so I'm about to write him. You know what I'm saying? Like it feels like, and you being in the industry in the sense that you are, you have a job that uh, is directly tied to comics. Does that what I'm saying? Does that make any sense, or 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 am I completely wrong? <laughs> no, I
1: no, mean, I I understand what you're saying. I mean, it and his let's say his story. You know, like, using the example of... Um, and we're still talking, talking about Eric and Chloe, right? Yeah, Eric, yes, correct. Um, yeah, yeah. Just talking about, like, it, it would be a one-shot. Yeah. Like, I... You know, one of my... And, and that's when you bring in another a writer or art team. I mean, shit, I wish more people... Well, I wish more publishers would do this, you know, to give writers and artists a chance, you know, more frequently. Right. Um, where you don't necessarily have something that ties... Too hard into continuity, but it's just something that you know you can you know talk about a one-off character. Yeah, uh, yeah. I always felt that um, you know with the forty-four hundred, you know, this is me combining me, me and a fanboy <laughs> of the show. You know, plus a comic book writer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there are forty-four hundred people, and we only got to touch you know kind of a taste of you know what each of their what you know some of their lives were like you know, after, you know, what happened, happened, or when they were brought back. So I always felt that you could even use, use prose or comic books, especially,
2: yeah,
1: um, you know, to tell the stories, because especially when shit, like, ramps up in the later seasons, mm-hmm. you really want to know, like, hey, is there somebody else who decided to travel to, with, travel back to Kenya? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just something like that. So, yeah, that would, you know, I can see an anthology, like comic book anthology, where... You could just do a common, you know, story about Eric you know, yeah. trying to you know, go back and you know, um, you know, get back on his feet. So yeah, so I, I definitely agree, you know, and, and it wouldn't like if this is a comic series, it wouldn't fuck with the, the main comic series that uh, too much, it's just its, mm. it's um, you own know, thing. but no that, that's yeah, you know, that's that's my little expertise as a <laughs> comic writer.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because I just, I can't help but there's something about this show where even though some things are bad and a lot of it is subjective because, you know, we've moved past a lot of this stuff now like, versus back when the show was on, but something about this show to me feels timeless in the sense that these stories can be told over and over in any time period you just have to update them slightly whereas if you told a story that was specifically about me watching the show mean the movie mean girls and the color pink though that's you can probably alter it a bit it doesn't feel as um as um what do you call it not timeless um it feels very like it, it didn't age well this show for me Aged well in the sense that you can write all of these episodes I've seen so far in comic book form, in book form, uh, prose book form, uh, a web series or any of that, and they still would be interesting. Like, I don't know, right? Mm. Good deal, yeah.
1: I mean, that's that's probably part of the reason, like I said, why you know, there have been I think like four novels that were written because they're uh. there's just so much story that you can tell with, with all of these characters um so yeah uh, um 4400 if it ever comes like as a reboot I'm pitching I'm right. to the to whoever picks up the license you know to do a comic book series or something
0: so. man but yeah I'm right there clapping for you um getting to thank you man no look for sure but Trent signing this paperwork and getting this check I'm happy for him but the thing that the show never, and maybe you correct me if I'm wrong, but never addressed was how in the hell were we getting this man's DNA? Was he just like spitting into a vial and y'all were just reproducing it? What? Because it didn't say your sweat. It was specifically his spit, his saliva. What are you? I, that was concerning for me. What? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Him. I I think the you know, the only thing I think of is, you know, maybe they, you know, they did a quad club or something, you know,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: because they never really got into specifics. So, I mean, the same thing on the, um, the test episode. They never ex- explained what the range of her ability was.
0: Yeah, yeah. They never
1: explained, you know, like how far if you know, she could reach out. So, they, I mean, they actually give a really good about what abilities actually do. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not ex- it's not explained like, you know, it has to be delivered and the yeah. alive. Uh, and you have to, uh, or this amount or whatever, so. I know, guess that really don't it matter, but
0: normal. it just.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's definitely a detail they probably could have mentioned, but I think at the end of the day, um, as soon as they give the explanation of what he's actually doing, then, you know, people understand enough to, um, like, okay, so this is, this is what's working now, or this is how it's working now. So, but, um, yeah, in my in my mind, you know, after he signed the deal you know, before, mm-hmm. you know, they just took the while swap and put it in one of those, um, you know, like a test beat. Yeah. Like, it, so. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, um, Devin is next, sitting on the stairs crying about, um, Jordan and Chloe, which. Again, feels so out of character for her. Um, I don't know. I don't care for that. Um <laughs> I, I, I just... I don't. I don't... Y'all didn't set this up. It's like they... I don't oh. think they thought about the long game for the little detail. Which probably was fine back then. Because it was just... You know, you watch it every week and you know the main story. But... They could have did better, I feel. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... That's that. Um we get to Lily and and Richard at the the cabin or whatever and he's telling her at this point look we can stay here I can have a job, I can do this, I can do that and her this doesn't feel like where we're supposed to be I can't stay here that to me felt um, very selfish on her part because I get that you may have a feeling like you want to go, you want to move but We've been operating in service to your feelings since the first episode. Richard has honestly just been going along with everything that she wanted. And I'm okay with that. You know, that's the person you love. You want to be with them. But then when you finally get a feeling yourself, which he's been preaching for the last few episodes, I'm trying to have a secure, stable home for you and our kid and wherever It's like... You got a sister in Salem? Where was this sister at before? Like, you know, if you have a sister in Salem, why did your daughter stay with your ex-husband and have no contact with you? Like, that makes no sense to me. But, yeah, whatever. Continuity be damned, but... (laughs) It's,
1: um... Yeah, because, I mean, that's the biggest thing that I, I took from this, is that, like you said, she's being selfish. Um... And not even like saying, "Well, you know, let me let me think about it." You know, not even that. She just completely shut that shit down. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just, and I think he, I think she did try to play the whole Isabel card. Man. Um, but that, man. you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he told her straight up, like, "No, this is on you." You know, this is this is not child. You know, and even if it was a child, you gotta. I mean you got to realize that you're her mom. Yeah. You got to, you know, so I, yeah, it's just, it was, you know, just once again, showing the strain. That's pretty much, yeah, that's, that's
0: all I have for that. Okay. Yeah, no, I I feel the same. And like you said, you can't keep blaming everything on Isabel just because she has a superpower. You are still her parent, so.
1: Exactly. Mm, Um, Yeah. Um, so let me see so after that after the, the 1500th argument between them right uh, they start <laughs> okay so in, in, back in the intact, they basically start explaining that there are different companies that are trying to make deals with the 4400 and they're signing them up on spec just in case they might develop a mm-hmm. piece <laughs> and I think the other the biggest thing outside of that is Diana decides to tell Tom that Maya has started having the abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Or started having visions again. So. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um yeah, and I think that's about it. But yeah, I I really like the whole idea and I thought it was smart of the companies just like <laughs> picking these people up like they are you know, basketball players or, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah.
0: But again to you know? speak to the comic book nature of like again, I'm I'm watching this as if I'm reading a book and you could easily have that be some B plot throughout a bunch of issues before it becomes a big deal or a main mm-hmm. art that now these companies own the rights to these people. it's I just I have so many friggin' ideas, chalking mm-hmm. up to my imagination and growing up as an only child, but uh, <laughs> there's so much that could be done with that. Like that was kind of a one off, yeah, companies are purchasing the rights to these people, but that could be so big,
1: like uh, yeah, like Coca Cola signing people up for, you know, like an addictive mm-hmm. <laughs> ingredient or something. So, yes. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it would, it would be interesting to see what they could do. Um, and, and just people without abilities. I mean, yeah. That's the other thing that I thought was interesting. Like, you know, just in case. Yeah. Just in case. Like, okay. oh, I think of mm, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But yeah. yeah that's the application. Um, so then after that, they show Kyle at this party with the most generic, like, techno party music <laughs> that I've been here mm-hmm. uh, And And he, basically, he, he, they show him drinking a little bit. You know, it's not even, I don't think it's even a big thing. He's walking around, and then everything is just black. So he yeah. blacks out, and then the next thing we see is him standing in front of a storefront which has been busted open by a trash can yeah. that apparently he threw himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the police rolled up.
0: Yeah. I, I, You know what? I like what the show is doing with him. Because they did kind of hint mm-hmm. at this, uh, was it last episode, when he was standing there, kind of looking at the yeah. building. The, uh, yeah. which It looked weird to me, but seeing this episode, it felt like... Generation X when I think issue six or seven when the White Queen, Jubilee, Sink, and Monet and Hus went to New York and uh, Monet had that first like catatonic the catatonic, yo,
1: yo, they
0: were even God, dressed alike. I know. Uh, <laughs> yes. Like even yeah. Monet and um and Sean they were dressed alike as well and they were both standing like so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> one one piece of art informs the other because that was very much that New York scene like which fun fact in that episode the thing actually ran through that issue uh, I believe going on from the Events of something in Fantastic Four, but that really doesn't matter here. But <laughs> I'm just the Generation X fan. So <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no, same here. Oh, man. Same here. Yeah, she she would she would fall into those Bruh. into those states. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the suggestion is is that once again something's up with him. You know, it's not just we're not just gonna let him go to college and be okay. Which like, is sad. Still- oh,
0: I want the best for him. Yeah. So.
1: Fuck your hopes. Yeah, um, fuck your dreams. Um, you you alright. So, um, so now we get to see... Um, the oh walking God. dead. The Trent. They show Trent coming home after, I guess, the signing. And then the bookie walks up. Actually just stumbles up. Looking like death. Um, yeah. Like he's, he is, he's kind of wasting away. And he basically explains that. And this is, remember, last scene was... He and his wife, like... know eating everything at a restaurant Mm -hmm. but he suggests basically he's like my wife died um and it looks like she starved to death Mm -hmm. so um so you know trent is freaked out and um i think the next scene after that i don't think he dies there no no no. um
0: tom and uh oh go
1: ahead yeah tom and kyle yeah they show them uh they're arguing now you know Tom is. Tom thinks that Kyle has blacked out because of the drinking, mm-hmm. and how that's affected by him you know, still being, uh, you know, the call If he felt that he possibly blacked out because Kyle doesn't know how to, you know, he can't handle the alcohol after yeah. you know, being in the coma for like how many years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then he gets a phone call about Trent, and has to um, go. Um. Yeah, go and basically take care of do that. Do his so, job. Yeah, do do his job basically and you know, Kyle was acting a little petty. He was like, yes. we well, are just doing your job Which and I was just uh, like
0: shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, that's it. He's the worst. Like th- this has always bothered me, even when I was a kid, like when I watched and this is such a random memory, but I remember watching Law and Order S. V. U. and Detective Stabler had that daughter Who had a gene or a hormone imbalance like his mother had. So she was like schizophrenic. And I remember that episode where everyone was like upset at him for doing his job. But I was thinking, I get that's your dad. But without his job, you don't have the luxuries you have. And it's easy enough to say, well, we don't need that. We just need you, dad. But then it's like 12 of y'all. You know, not in Kyle's instance, but... (laughs) this trope of the kids being upset at the parent for doing their job that that's weird to me That yeah. I don't like that so mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, I don't like
1: that but, uh, and, he, and he even said the whole thing of like you know if I hadn't if you hadn't been a son they probably would have kept your ass in jail Yeah. and Al was still like mouthing off he was just like well you need to go to work and you guys know, said, so spend the time with me. I was like, okay, take your grown ass.
0: That, you, that's like, exactly uh, it. You are an adult. You are no longer a high school student. Yeah. Like, go to therapy like regular people.
1: Like, Right. God. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was interesting. But, um, yeah, so then after that, um, they show Richard. So Richard, um, mm. Richard gets picked up. I said, picked up by the lady. And bad haircut. <laughs> and the next question was like, why is he an ass? Um, he he uh, So, you might know. So, David essentially calls Richard a step and, and fetch it. You know. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um,
2: he's,
1: and he's very anti 4400. And um, that's basically it. He's, he says, there's a few things that happened in that scene, like she you know, she apologized to the lady his wife tara apologized mm-hmm. for, Tara for his behaviour. And then he rubs her face and he was like yeah. it's like this is how you keep the women. he's like, you know about treating women, right? What like is like that. Weird. It was weird. Yeah, it was like very weird. And you know, he's in the back uh, back seat just looking uncomfortable. Well, not uncomfortable,
0: but this this guy. Yeah, you know, so which I again, yeah. I, I get, I'm happy this black man got a check, and I'm happy that he was able yeah. to put this on his IMDb, IMDb. But my issue is the optics. One, why is this black man versus this black man when I don't think you did it with any nuance? Because even the most hood, ghetto of dudes, I feel as if. Would have more not even necessarily respect but more reverence for someone who is black who is from the past. Like, we we know in this world Richard is literally from the past with the way black people have to scramble at these ancestry.com type sites to hold on to our. I really don't feel like any black person would treat him this way. Now, I could be wrong, there are exceptions to every rule, but to have. Oh, no, man. I don't know, man. I didn't like it. I didn't, it. It felt weird. like.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, I didn't, um, it, it didn't really weird me out. It was more so, like, he was just being a straight dick. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was, like, any internalized racism on his part. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, he essentially called the guy a step confession. Yeah. So he was, like, and, and also not respectful of the time period that this guy had come from.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. You know, and so when you start making jokes about like, oh, did you go shine nice and shoes? I'm like, shit, yeah, a bunch of us did, but we didn't like that shit.
0: And also, so your wife's grandfather, exactly. like, you, you're speaking directly to your wife's lineage. Her grandfather so was a bad lot bad. that was so weird. Like, this is a very odd. But go ahead, I'm just so annoyed, man. <laughs> yeah, I out, he was me in the
1: dick, and I actually, I mean, I always say this. Um, I mean, you definitely have to look at these things within the optics of how we when we look at the show. Like we're looking at it from our, you know, like Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, with a variety of, you know, your circumstance, yeah, circumstances. Your life is <laughs> completely different from mine. Right, mine right. different. But at the end of the day, like we're, we're watching this sci-fi, fantasy, speculative <laughs> fiction stuff within the lens of being black. Absolutely. You know? So so when I saw him at first I was like okay it'd be problematic to get the asshole for this episode mm-hmm. he's a black guy but at the end of the day I've come across dudes like that Okay, I mean I've, I've come across like assholes like that and my thing is is like if we're gonna balance out like my if we balance out our representation okay somebody, mm-hmm. I want some solid antagonists
2: mm-hmm. I don't
1: want no one note like hood you know I mean hood people yeah i was about to lapse into like the hoodoo but um (laughs) but like for him he is just a dick and you could have easily have passed a white guy yeah Uh, and that's why like he you know he just for me he worked as far as being you know the antagonist and i think like you said the varying shades of you know racism when it comes to and i don't know if it's bigger maybe it's just more so bigotry um, when it comes to the 4400, you know, everybody don't like the fact that these people appeared in a ball of white and some of them have abilities. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and also he was just a dick and, and I think it represented him. And I think about more of their marriage, you know, like with well, the way he kind of rubbed her face and said the thing, like, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Some
0: shit like that.
1: That's some ITNA type of shit.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know? Yeah. So I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I've known some people like that. And we're just dicks, and then also I just—it's just one of those things where, um, as long as every asshole on the show ain't a black guy, yeah, or guy, then that's going to be problematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, let's balance the shit out. We had Nancy Grace the first time. Yeah,
0: you're right. You're right.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, and it's um, so yeah, you know, it is what it is. But that my thing is like, if you can write and well you know, developed antagonists. Um, and I'm not even going to say bad guy. It's just somebody who's trying to fuck up
2: mm-hmm.
1: the hmm like what they're trying to accomplish. You know? Um, but I'm good. I'm good with it. But, uh, yeah, he yeah, he made his money.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: <laughs> not for the haircut. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was just something like, it just looked like two steps to me. It was weird. Yeah. Um... So, it was funny because I, you know, like I said, I put down, like, why is he sucking an ass? Um, so then after that, this is, we get the, um, the explanation of the ability Mm -hmm. of what Trent can do. And he said, they say that he produces a protein that accelerates metabolism. So, like Tom says, he burned up so when, uh, the bookie and his wife were eating, you know, like they were, um, they were... <laughs> Excuse me, burning up calories faster than they could take them in. Mm. So, um, in that, <clears throat> essentially, I guess burned them out, or that's what killed. And uh, I, by this point, the bookie is dead. Yeah. So they've established that, and um, Trent. So when they ask him, is like, has anybody else outside of these two, like, drunk after you? Um, or you know, have you given somebody, you know, yeah. He says he gave a tissue sample to the um to the company and here goes one of these big ass jumps. They go to the company and then the guy the executive or the representative is like, We didn't know, we didn't know. Yeah. And they said how many they did a test sample and they said it's a hundred people.
0: Which was is that normal a normal size? I
1: have no idea. I mean that's like You know, for something that's been untested.
0: (laughs) This is dangerous and unethical.
1: (laughs) They didn't even try it on like fucking rabbits or some shit like that. They were like, well, to go to people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was. And then who are these people? They have a lot. Whatever, that doesn't matter. Um, One of these people happened to be Devin, which. Okay. What
1: what did you say?
0: (laughs) One of these people who took the drug is Devin.
1: No, Devin didn't take the drugs
0: wait oh no 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 I'm sorry she didn't take the drugs she took a bunch of drugs she I guess trying to kill, she to kill herself yeah
1: she tried to kill herself
0: which again it could have been played so much better than that cause that who I don't know um and Collier is just like Mm, yeah that's, she did that <laughs> like mm, well let's get lunch like yeah he
1: turned around. about he said is it Taco Tuesday no
0: right. <laughs> he does not care um no nah. He has how many fucks does he have to give? No. None, zero, yeah. zilch. So she's obviously a a going a troubled young girl. Like troubled young girl, she's like your head of security. You should be more concerned. Like,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. bruh, I'm I'm sick of them.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. Just
1: Wait. Uh, so my question was, why is she do that at work?
0: That also, like, you want to <laughs> get caught
1: like i feel like this if i'm dying it's not gonna be in my job because there's a chance that my ass can come back and just be stuck in that bitch yeah Um, yeah (laughs) or just the the act of like i mean maybe because she likes her job like (laughs) i cannot see if i die at my job i'm like oh god not here yeah yeah no
0: no 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 take me home
1: uh yeah, they're going to tell my wife, like, what were his final words? He just started yelling, not, he didn't want to be in this business. He <laughs> just, <laughs> Right. It's like, please. Oh, I'd rather die pop my bathroom floor in my house before. Right, this is
0: where you pay rent, yeah, not where you go to. Wow.
1: Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. The fuck is Anyways, um, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so she tried to, that's Robert ran of the night. So anyway, so she tried to kill herself. I think the only thing they show is the professor and Kyle talking again. Yeah, they about the... Mm-hmm. And I think maybe this is when she says that you need to, I don't know, talk to somebody or get something, or you whether know, get something done. Yeah. Uh, looking for Eric. Now there's your goddamn apology. What are you talking
0: about? She was at me all morning. Richard this, Richard that. I should go apologize. From here on in, you stay the hell away from my wife. You're crazy, right? I've got nothing going on with your wife. You better step away and take a deep breath or something. Man, I
1: step away. Please. Uh, Now listen to me. You're going to go home and you're going to apologize to Tara. uh, If you got any brains at all, you're going to start treating her better because if you don't, one day someone's going to take her away from you. Now, get your ass out of here. So Richard is um he's he, I don't know, he's either fixing a car or he's like oil in their truck or something. Mm-hmm. And David that's when I learned what his name was, like from the last scene. Yeah. The asshole, he runs up on him and just like punches the punches Richard R- oh. in like the most punkish fashion possible. And David was like, he was like, I couldn't get my wife to shut up Yeah. about, um, you know, the way, you know, basically she was coming at him because of the way he treated Richard the last mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, like, he was like, I know what's going on, so you need to stay away from her. And, and Richard is just like, I ain't even interested, you know, whatever. And then I think David tries to come at him again. And at that point, Richard, I don't know if he punches him, but he just hits him. He, yeah, he just, yeah,
0: he goes on the offense, he doesn't hit him. Um, yeah hmm. yeah, I don't and then I don't I don't like there. this no, no, I just I don't like it because I feel like they cram two storylines in because it's one thing to have him be angry and upset about you know, I don't care about history and forget the 4400 right. but then there's the other thing that like, oh, my wife is in love with you, which I never got that, and even as a viewer, I don't feel like the show set up any like flirtatious glances or any because honestly, right. To me, and I could be wrong, but to me, it seemed like the girl Tara, though her and Richard are relatively the same age, she looks up to him like she probably would her grandfather. Like, I didn't get sexual, romantic energy from them.
1: Right. So it's like, what? Well, but the, you see, uh, but remember, you're dealing with the mindset of like a jealous asshole. Mm-hmm. Now you, well, know, yeah. those yeah, you yeah. know those exist. Yeah, yeah. You know those like, exist. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> on, oh, and, and especially like you know the 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 domineering, the overly not even protective, because that that implies that you're trying to you respect the person in some way. Yeah. He um, basically um, controlling. Yeah. You know, just, just controlling. So. I could see that. I could see her having a genuine interest in okay in just who I mean, Richard is as a person and his back history. As this guy's man, it's like this nigga trying to get, 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 get yeah,
0: you know, no, you're that right.
1: Type of shit. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. That's that's kind of how I saw it. so. It just you know, he threw in the truck, and then the guy was like, "No, I'm gonna deal with you," and then um, and that that's kind of how it ends. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Um. So after that, we went um, to
0: Intact Emergency Room.
1: Yeah. So they show Trent looking at all of the the ten people they were able to fit in the scene. Yeah. I remember, it's like a hundred, but it's just like I have seen seven people who. Yeah. Look like they ate some bad tacos or some shit. That's it. Um, yeah. So, and that's basically you know him feeling bad. And asking what he can do, uh, but then also he he tries to call his daughter, and they um I, they, this is when they show her at the house,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Knocks yes. over all that food. Yeah,
1: yeah. She she's basically knocked over, um, you know, trying to because she drank after him, um, and so now she's excessively. Um
0: hungry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which and then okay, now listen if you heard what we just said. The very next scene she's in the hospital bed. I just want to lose ten pounds. And then it seemed that I, I feel like she should have been dead. But whatever. I'm not gonna worry about the time frame. But um yeah, so she she, she uses glass and he's They're pretty much having this heart to heart moment, which, you know, I'm there for it, but they have to come up with a cure. And I don't know why my silly ass thought that this cure would take another episode, but we got the cure immediately. Like, we got that cure.
1: And, um, I was like, that was record time. Yeah. That was record time. Um, yeah, and I thought it was, yeah, like you was just going to say, like, two weeks later or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, because they wound up giving. I don't, did you mention the liver transplant?
0: The, no, no, I didn't.
1: Yeah, he wound up having to give um, a liver to so that they could. Um, I guess what do you call it? The antidote.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's all that. Yeah, that's happened. it for them.
0: Then we go back to White Snake Lake Tavern Country Club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this uh, hmm, um Richard and Lily they decide, you know, finally come together and like, okay, we can do this. I I'll stay here. I you yeah. are right, I'll compromise for you. And I don't know why I didn't see that as a red flag. I was just like, Okay, cool. <sighs> Silly me. Good lord. Um Then we go back to intact, and uh we have um well, you know, this is where we do the whole, like, liver thing whatever, and uh, Trent is like, yeah, my only uh, caveat or my only uh, stipulation is my daughter has to go to school. And I was like, I mean, that's cool, but yeah. like, you could do more. Like, mm, mm. <laughs> Exactly. Like, um, and
1: I'm like, who are you to ask that? Um, but, yeah, so I mean, it's, um, it's yeah, it's interesting. Um... Devin. And, he, and that's the scene where he, he discusses he, he uses the salesman terms um to to basically strike that deal. Mm-hmm.
0: hmm
1: Yeah, so it's just going back to, you know, who this dude is. Um but yeah.
0: Yeah. Um it's it's I don't know. I had enough of him at this point, like, alright man, you've done enough <laughs> trouble. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sick of you. Um but no, then we go on to Devin and this First of all, I don't know. I just don't like this. I feel like for all the ways you could have shown her being vulnerable and having issues, why did it have to be behind a man? And if it was going to be, why did it have to be Jordan? Like you did not set up this relationship at all. This is like a payoff to something you've never discussed. So I
1: don't know. I yeah. like it. It's <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, it, you know, like I said, it's kind of a weird ending all around. I mean, as we get closer to the end. But um, <clears throat> at least he just wanted to take care of his daughter,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kudos to him, uh, boo to Jordan, and get some help for uh, Devin because clearly she ain't got it all together. Um, one thing we failed to mention was at the tattoo parlor, Maya became creepy once again and I'm so again even with Maya you've done such great things with her to send her back to the oh where they're all gonna laugh at you like this whole odd please use your helmet today you're not gonna see your girlfriend if you don't like it's maybe it's the cadence but I feel like she's been in this contemporary world long enough that she shouldn't still sound like nineteen twenty one or whatever, like Yeah.
1: Mm, I don't know. So yeah. So that wraps up. And trying to think after this, um
0: Chloe leaves the center. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Chloe Yeah, she she leaves the center and you know, because I could care less about it, I just put down, uh, Sean upset. Because
0: <laughs> that's really what you take from this episode, from this scene, right? From that scene, yeah. Like, well, nice. yeah.
1: like mm. she, I, I could barely, I barely register that she left. I just put Sean upset. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... The only after that, the scene that kind of does matter, but it shows an, another punk ass motherfucker. Um, David <laughs> snitched on Richard and Willie. <laughs> he was, he was like, "Let me go see if these motherfuckers have checked in." Yeah, like, time to call the police. They Dad, for the so. um,
0: that's grounds for divorce. Yeah. I I think yeah. Tara would have been well within her. Right, so just divorce him. He is doing a lot. Right. He is right.
1: uh, And my thing was like, Richard didn't punch you. At all. You in the car, You walked up and punched him in the face. Like no longer reason. Um and it just it was I don't know. I mean that's so they now they gotta get the fuck out of Dodge. Forget any plans that they would have wanted to have. Mm hmm. To stay in the area, but um yeah, 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 um. So now they, they gotta get ghosts again because yeah. <laughs> they've been complained on. Um, and any let me see, Eric Eric gives him money because he's a nice guy. Um, a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money. They they show the surgery has worked well with Trent, with the liver removal, and the other. Um, this stands out to me. So Gordon and Sean. Finally, have the falling out, mm-hmm. but you know they're arguing. Basically, Sean disagrees with his methods. and Jordan's just like, whatever. I'm sleeping with celebrities, and but then he, because Jordan is who he is, uh, so straight up that you know when I leave, he says something to the effect of like, you know, you're you're a good person, Sean, and when I leave, I want to keep this in the hands of somebody who. Mm-hmm. Um understands what we're doing here and then Sean and Sean just kind of you know takes a breath or takes a minute. Um and you know, so anyways, but um and I think does he say something like, you know, I I may know may not always be here.
0: Yeah. Something something that made it it was like a father to a son, like, I want you to carry on my legacy. You're better than me. Do you know something I don't know? Lucius lion Do you have ALS or something? <laughs> <All right>. mm.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny because we always always say with him in that first Iron Man movie, he looked at the um, the prototype
2: mm-hmm.
1: and pretty much said, he's like, in the sequel, baby. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. like, that shit didn't happen. Right. Um, yeah, I was like, yeah. Uh, I'd be so happy if they I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Empire. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, anyways, but yeah, it's that that this will become the Empire talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so he, so that happens. Um, they, so here's the ripple effect, um, theory for this episode is that, uh, though, uh, Trent Applebaum's abilities can be used on humans, and that shit is stupid. Um, Marco, and then figure out that maybe he, if once if applied, um, you know, right or correctly, um, <coughs> this his this protein can break down toxic waste, water pollution. Yeah, it can be applied to like other situations. So there's a good chance that this could actually benefit humanity.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which, okay, I mean, I will accept it, I've accepted all this, but I, I feel like that was some in there, some like, we gotta end this issue, and we only got two more pages, what do we do, because, yeah. Mm, mm. um, yeah, but we end with Tom, and uh, what is his son, then? come on, Sean, Yeah, Yeah, either way they talking and they kind of come to an agreement like okay yeah I was wrong you was wrong whatever but the thing that though I was annoyed this whole episode what what got me right back in was that cliffhanger Um, he goes upstairs to his room looks into a mirror and it starts doing that what do you call that effect like I don't know for those of you who've seen Rihanna's video Disturbia it's that um Kind of like psychotic person inside you trying to get out, but it was done really well, I thought, and I enjoyed that. Once that screen went black, I was like, okay, I had to fight not to go into the next episode because that that sold me, that got me back in. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> and my stupid it himself was saying that it was just a black and white music video.
0: Yes that is it that Um, is it
1: (laughs) but um yeah yeah definitely is ended in such a way they're like wow I wanna come back here and check it out um but yeah yeah um you know and you kinda hate that he's having to go through this again but you know it's a story that you know people are um story that people wanna tell
0: yeah yeah he looks awkward yeah and I you know I actually like him Sean and Kyle are really probably and I hadn't put too much thought into it are probably my favorites because of the things that they're going through their acting I feel like is is good their storylines are really good Um, yeah I I just think they have solid arcs uh, both of them they're on on a solid ride I'm I'm enjoying it right
1: um I'm trying to think, is there anything after that?
0: No, that's um, it. Yeah, that's how no, it is. That's, that's,
1: that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so, let me see. So what were your so what were your over overall thoughts after I guess watching it or discussing it? It
0: I didn't like it, but it wasn't as bad as it was when I first watched it. Like looking back I'm like, okay, I can see how, you know, some things went left and some things were good but right. I think that ending though it was like maybe a couple seconds really really the strength of Tom, Sean and Kyle's storylines because I could have done without Maya, it still would have been the same episode we could have done without Chloe, you could have easily swapped her out with anyone and it still would have read the same and then Richard the Richard, Lily Tara, that those were solid. Those carried the episode, and even though I didn't like Lily, I thought that this was better overall than I initially thought. I still didn't like it, but it wasn't as bad as I, as it felt the first time around. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah,
1: I mean, as far as like you know, like, like final thoughts. Yeah. Or yeah, just final thoughts. I mean, it's. Um... I you know I'm still kind of sticking with the initial thoughts of the um, the episode. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just it was moving too fast. They were you know jumping between from scene to scene to scene. Um, and as far as the I guess the 4400 of this episode or what his fight, I really didn't care. Yeah. Um, I was more invested in that's what his name was, Carl Morrissey. Yeah. And the baseball player, you know, because they they were going through it. Mm-hmm. You know, they were going through it. Um, one person that kind of accepted it, you know, accepted his new role,
2: mm-hmm. um, but
1: the other person didn't. But, um, and this one, I mean, I like that his motivation is to, you know, save his daughter
2: mm-hmm. or
1: not save his daughter, but, um, to get her, you know, basically right with life. But I just, I don't know. There was just something that it was like, ah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um but yeah. I mean, you know, scale to one to ten. Yeah, you know, maybe like a four
0: point five or a five. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I would agree wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I guess um until the next episode or whatever. But um. <laughs> Yeah, 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 this almost like it was alright. Yeah,
0: this this wasn't this wasn't even like really campy to me either. Like you didn't even have that going for it. It just yeah. it just was an episode. I mean, things happened, you know. But episode five will really determine how I feel about the season so far. I'll say that. I'll say yeah. that yeah the end yeah. of this arc, yeah <laughs> what tell how I feel when I read the trade the the six five issue trade um yeah, I don't know Ugh, trash uh what about a uh, favorite like character or scene? What was your favorite character of this episode? if any
1: I actually wrote it down this time I felt I was proud of myself um, <laughs> favorite was um it was a toss up between Sean and Richard
0: mm, okay, okay. Yeah.
1: That's also between Sean and Richard. Richard. for just wanting to do, you know, right by his family, and Sean wanting to do right, I guess, by the world. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool, cool. Um, I'd have to go with Richard. I know that was pretty predictable of me, but um, I really did. It, it's just the plight of this black man. Even in this fictional universe, it's just... Huh, he's dealing with so much shit. Not that everyone else isn't, but I just... This baby ain't his. This woman is not even the same woman she was in season one. You can't even no. spend time with your friends. So, I just think Richard it was my favorite. He he went through a lot. He... Right. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Um, what about the least favorite?
1: Uh least favorite was Bad Haircut, gosh.
0: Bad Haircut. I heard that. Yeah, um, yeah for obvious reasons. <laughs> Shit. Uh, for me... I don't know it was really a toss up between him and Devin Um, for me at least with the bad haircut guy he served a purpose um, that was believable though it was annoying but Devin bringing that out of the blue and handling her the way that they did I just didn't I didn't like that I felt like that was not true to the character it was unfair to that actress with all the shit you've done with her so far and now you're just shoehorning in this sexual relationship with them too. Like, don't do that. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. So, Devin. And not because of the actress, but because of the show. Devin was my least favorite. Oh man. Um, uh, oh, favorite scene. What was, what was a, a, a standout scene for you?
1: Um... Da, 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 um which my out um, you know what? I, I as far as stand out, probably Richard and that guy finally scrapping. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, he was a he's a habitual line stepper.
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, damn, I probably have to say the same. Cent- well. mm-hmm. Yeah, because nothing else really stands out. I think all of Richard and Lily's scenes do stand out, but that one in particular, or maybe the one of him walking down that dark, random country road. <laughs> it's like, what are you? Where are you? First of all, where are you coming from? And two, right. where are you going? And y'all have a working car, right? Like, what is? But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that's
1: that's that for me. Yeah. Um, the abandoned country road. Um, but yeah, that, that's. That's a good one. That's actually a good choice.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, shoot. I don't know. I mean, any more uh, thoughts about this? Lackluster it, as I one mean, shot. I
1: I think that it's um. You definitely are going to have the whole, you know, possibly super powered person of the week episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and It was the like, same like like Smallville and season one. I mean, they had a freak of the week like every, okay. week, every episode.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so when done when done appropriately, it can be really cool. But otherwise, it can start kind of wearing down. Um, you know, the person watching it. So you gotta you gotta kind of uh, flip that up.
0: Go to South Freeman. what did you say? I said they can go to South Freeman
1: for a couple episodes. Yeah. yeah well, no. But, uh, the star game, first. stay away
0: from,
1: stay away from that. Oh um, man! Like I want, I want them to be on the show to take for like, this season. dog um,
0: <laughs> drag them. <laughs> yeah,
1: Like know this, <laughs> dude. Mm, mm. <laughs> My wife is she, she. does not want to watch that show ever again.
0: Oh man,
1: it's done. Uh, <laughs> like when that guy was running down the street you know when with when this is totally separate from what yeah. is 400 everybody
2: yeah.
1: but um, <laughs> you know when he ran after one of the pot uh fathers
2: mm-hmm.
1: baby, so he, he was like acting bad mm-hmm. she was like
0: I'm done She's like I can't watch the scene like, yeah no no I feel that well oh man well maybe, maybe we'll get her back with one of the I don't know later episodes I don't know well Cool. <laughs> That's I don't I'm blaming. Me. I mean, I'm
1: I'm, I'm hoping the Marcovia stuff brings more people back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. Ooh, I can't wait. Mm-mm-mm. Um. But yeah. So. This has been a, a light in the sky. <laughs> yeah, you to go into the that
1: laps <laughs> into the black lightning chat.
0: Right, right. The share uh, the universe episode of <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, so yeah, let, let these folks know where they can find you online and support you, of course. Yeah,
1: yeah everybody can find me at uh, Robert K. Jeffrey dot uh, com. That's Robert K. dot com. And uh, all my Twitters and Instagrams and Facebooks, all <laughs> you can connect to me through there.
0: Hmm. Good deal. Good deal. And of course, you can find me here. If you found this show, just follow the feed. There'll be other shows from the Carefree Black Nerd. Umbrella, I guess. Uh, Twitter, Carefree Blurred. (laughs) It's the most immediate way to get in touch with me all over social medias. is Carefree Black Nerd. Uh, But my show notes, my show notes, in the show notes, my links as well as Robert's will be in the show notes. So if you do want to click on and follow us on these respective social media sites and support the content, go ahead and do that. And um, shoot, that's about it, y'all. (laughs) So um, until next time This has been A Light in the Sky The 4400 Recap Podcast The official only 4400 Recap Podcast Uh, So uh, Join us back here next time Same nerd time, same nerd station And uh, we out